Hey everybody, welcome to the Greg and Dave Show, episode 36. 36, can you believe it man? Wow. As you can see, we got a new toy. <laughs> Dave's got a mic, but he's hiding it on the other side. So yeah, hopefully we'll sound a lot better, Won't be, one of us won't sound louder than the other. Hopefully this will even it out. You won't have to turn up your radio as loud. So, hey, continue to reach out to us at the Greg and Dave Show at Outlook.com. The Greg letter and Dave Show at Outlook.com. And we'll jump right in. Have you heard about the anger that erupted after Biden DOJ gets five pro life activists convicted and thrown into jail? So, the way it works now is if you're a conservative, uh, you go straight to jail and you have to prove your innocence. You're not assumed innocent anymore. Unless you're a Democrat, then then you don't have to. You can't burn a city down. Mm-hmm. And murder. Remember that? Yeah. And murdered that dude. David Doyle. Murdered that dude. The by Department of Injustice successfully swayed a jury on Tuesday to convict five pro-life activists for demonstrating at a controversial abortion clinic, which the IOJ argued violated the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrance Act, also known as the FACE Act. Conservatives quickly expressed outrage over the case, especially since the activists Lauren Handy, 28, John Henshaw, 67, Heather Edoni, 61, William Goodman, 52, and Herb, Herb, <laughs> Herb Girardi, 25, face 11 years behind bars each. And were thrown into jail to await their sentences. The activists also each faced three fifty, three hundred fifty thousand dollars. The FACE Act is a Clinton era rule which makes it a federal crime to injure, intimidate, or interfere with anyone due to their status as an abortion provider. So they've expanded that definition to mean if you look at someone coming into an abortion clinic, then you're violating the FACE Act. You don't have to be in the way. You just have to look at them. You made eye contact. You're in violation. We told you about this. In March 22, authorities were called to the home of Handy, one of the activists convicted on face act charges to recover the bodies of five preemie-sized aborted babies. Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising, the PAAU, or the POW, or whatever they call themselves, told the Daily Wire they intercepted a box of aborted babies that was on its way from Washington Surgery Clinic to Curtis Bay Medical Waste Facility to be incinerated. Well, you can check that article out to learn more about that. Yeah, that's where we are. You just have to be a conservative, and you're automatically eligible for jail. So, but like I sent to you, Jail first, then trial. You saw the, I'm pretty sure I sent it, the video of a Chinese lady that escaped communist China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And she was alive during arguably the most brutal communist regime. And hearing her speak about her experience and what is happening in this country is kind of like hair-raising. She... She talks about that going after political opposition is more about them getting those in the way, out of the way, <laughs> to come after you, the people. And when you look at things like this, I mean, potentially facing 11 years in prison, 
or very, very open to interpretation definition of obstruction. I don't know. Maybe you didn't send it to me. But, oh, I guess I didn't. She saw that one. She talks about just this starts with opposition, but ultimately it's about going after you, the people. You don't get in line. You dissent in any way, shape, or form. This is what they will do. It is here. She said that this is, is not democracy in any way, shape, or form. This is communist, true and true. I mean, she called it for what it is. Spicy old lady, too, man. Oh, man, that's just messed up. You were saying that they don't even know how many people Mao killed? Yeah. They, they own history just averages but they don't know exactly and the numbers go as high as 60 million people mm, wow yeah but they don't know for sure but they know he killed a bunch uh, things are heated up in uh, haiti probably heard about this from just the news u.s embassy in haiti says americans should leave island as soon as possible by madeline hubbard august 31st quote given the current security situation and infrastructure challenges u.s citizens in haiti should depart haiti as soon as possible via commercial or private transport close quote the embassy said wednesday haiti has struggled with a surge in gang violence primarily centered in the capital of port-au-prince since president uh, jovenel moise was assassinated in july 21 all kinds of good stuff happening in the world today. <laughs> North Korea holds, quote, tactical nuclear attack, close quote, drill, warns the U.S., South Korea of, quote, real nuclear crisis, close quote. This is just the news of Madeline Hubbard, September 3rd. Quote, in the early morning of September 2nd, a tactical nuclear attack virtual launch drill was held to warn the enemy, was held to warn the enemy of a real nuclear crisis, Close quote. North Korea's state-run KCNA reported as translated. The communist country said the drill came in, in response to the, quote, reckless and danger, close quote, posed by U.S. and South Korea's recent joint military exercises. I think my son was there for that. Really? Yeah, because he was in South Korea. Huh? Both Washington and Seoul officials have said their drills are defensive, according to the AP. North Korea's drill involved the launch of, quote, long-range strategic cruise missiles, close quote. Kama's country has increasingly launched missiles over the past year. You know what's funny? <laughs> All this hullabaloo about Trump starting World War III. Oh, yeah. He'll destroy the world and all this stuff. And we have a complete imbecile. Yep. That is the epitome of incompetence. And look at what is every enemy that we have. Iran has moved oh, yeah. a step closer. Well, they've gotten Iran so close to nuclear yeah. development. Just gave them $6 billion, armed the Taliban to the teeth. Now, Rocket Man, I mean, you can't make this up. No, but, you know, I want to dig deeper because it's not just this Biden guy because we know he's really kind of checked out man yeah he's on disneyland right now That's what i, I really says. want viewers everybody to realize that the staff which is some biden but probably mostly obama is that is just product we talked about this before they're just products of today's indoctrination education yeah i mean they truly believe this stuff and if we could see that the stuff they're teaching our kids in college 
is being played out through Biden's administration. And the the dangerous thing is these individuals, and this would be a good segue into the next story, these people think that they're doing the right thing, that they're on the right side, that they're righteous and virtuous. And, you know, these broken eggs are unintended consequences, necessary consequences that we have to live with as the price of achieving the goal. But it is, uh, I mean, it's just really stupid. The so-called education system yeah. is failing these kids. And now, because of the indoctrination being so successful, it's failing this country. Yeah, you can and see it. That that's what the the Chinese lady was talking about. C CRT, CRT. Yeah, yeah. Critical race theory. So that is to prep them before college, and then by the time they get to college, well, then it's a full on slaughter brainwashing. Because at that point, the parents are completely out of the way. You send your kids off to these schools, and they're gone for eight, nine months out of the year. Some some don't come back, but for a couple of weeks during a calendar year. And they're at the mercy of a professor. They, and this is the entrapment. They've taken student loans. They have to pass a class or fail. That puts their loan in, 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 a, in a dicey situation. So you have a highly motivated student that is held hostage by a radical professor. And that student has to decide if I will acquiesce to this or I'm going to fight and potentially lose. And it's very, very unfair for them to be in that situation. But you're right. And a, a lot of them don't want to fail a class that they might need to graduate. They're kind of coerced into playing ball. And it's very, very sad. And these are the people that come out and take decision-making position in some of these companies that launch these initiatives. Yeah, and in and, and politics. They take these yep. positions of politics. And that, to me, that's the real story. It's not that Biden's an idiot. We know that, but he's just like totally gone, in my yeah. opinion. And these young people behind the scenes are running the show through what they believe is a righteous, righteous. Cause. Yeah. So here's here's something about their righteous cause: non-plastic straws, the latest example of climate activism's unintended and deadly consequences. Just the news: Addison Smith. August 30. According to research published in the journal Food Additives and Contaminants, the, quote, plant-based straws, close quote, in question contain, quote, per and polyfluoroalkyl substances, or PFAS, close quote, which the scientists say are, quote, not necessarily biodegradable and that the use of such straws potentially contributes to human and environmental exposure of PFAS, close quote. So basically, it's a forever chemical. That's the shorter way of saying it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't ever biodegrade. Wow. The National Cancer Institute has classified PFAS as, quote, a possible human carcinogen based in part on limited epidemiologic evidence of associations with cancers of the kidney and testes in heavily exposed subjects, close quote. So liver problems, high cholesterol, and immunosuppression, 
are some other areas that they would affect. When it comes to the global transition to renewable energy, for example, links to child labor are well documented. According to think tank, the Wilson Center, quote, of the 255,000 Congolese mining for cobalt, 40,000 are children, some as young as six years, close quote. Cobalt is a critical element in the manufacture of renewable energies and rechargeable batteries. Specifically, quote, in the carthodes of lithium-ion batteries and nickel-metal hydride batteries used in electric or hybrid vehicles, close quote. In addition, cobalt mining often produces pollution that leaches into neighboring rivers and water sources. You know, the very thing that they fight against, they actually make it worse. And this is demonstrably the case, almost always. You saw <laughs> these two knuckleheads that cemented their hands. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, dude. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me just go on here. Other metals like lithium are often extracted through hard rock mining, a process that MIT's Department of Materials, Science, and Engineering described as emitting 15 times more CO2 than the amount of lithium that is gathered. The lithium is then used to make EV lithium-ion batteries, an estimated 95% of which are not recyclable. Not recyclable. Charging the battery requires plugging it into a power source, which is often traced back to fossil fuel. The uh, EPA has classified lithium batteries as, quote, hazardous materials and are subject to DOT's hazardous materials regulations, close quote. So anyway, this goes on. 90% of solar panels are dumped in landfills uh, because they're not recyclable. Windmills, you know, you heard about killing whales. Mm -hmm. They're difficult to recycle, so they're dumped into landfills. It's absolutely staggering, the disconnect that exists in the mines where we have to destroy the earth to save it <laughs> there's a there, there is a disconnect because they are completely dissonant on that like the 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 byproduct the child labor and and the the uh, mining that just looks like a nuke went off in these places and and the land can't be used for anything. No, it's done when after they mine. But you know, we getting off gas, so. and that makes sense to them, which is proof positive that you cannot reason with these people. They are motivated by something else. And like we said last week, it is not an academic issue. Something else is the matter, and you cannot reason with it. You cannot. I mean, indoctrination is real. I guess we're just kind of seeing or experiencing the fruits of it. And it's been very successful. Yeah. And then so I heard something today about the Democrat Party. What have they ever created? They, they've destroyed every institution that they've touched. And, and usually Democrat policies destroy everything and anything that they get involved in. Yeah. Well. I, I was going to be a little cheeky and say they created high crime and, and this okay. stuff, but um, they built a revolving door to the prison system, mm -hmm. so there is that. 
they've decriminalized ste- stealing. So you see that um, Nike is closing their flagship store in Portland because of theft. Walmart, same thing. No about Walgreens. Outlet malls, closing their store. Gucci, a Gucci store got cleaned out in San Francisco because these kids are hungry. <laughs> so they need a Gucci purse, right? Now. Yeah, right? <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah. And it's like $1,500 is the cutoff. Yeah, in California. So, so anything make, underneath that yeah, is they, not a. It, it's they're running around yeah. with a calculator. How much you got? Fourteen ninety nine. All right. Well, I think that's about it. You gotta go. And I've seen videos of people in in California, in San Francisco, going into Walgreens with suitcases, and taking their time and packing them. And as soon as they reach just below the limit, they walk right out. They created that. <laughs> Biden Energy Chief claims wiping out 60% of oil imports will help, not harm, energy security. This is by Justin News, Addison Smith, updated October, I mean, August 26th. Quote, with all this electrification, we could slash our net crude oil imports by almost 60% and that strengthens energy security. Close so, somebody told him to say that too. That, that's this is from is. Granholm. Jennifer Granholm. Energy Secretary. One of the most common critiques of Biden's green agenda is that it has it has thus far achieved the opposite of energy security. Regulators claimed in May that more than 66% of the country is vulnerable to summer blackouts because of, quote, new environmental rules, close quote. Now, can I jump in here? Crack you down on fossil fuels. Yeah, man. They, a place exists in this country where all of their hair-brained ideas for energy efficiency and uh, climate change abating policies. And you don't hear anything about it other than the, in the occasional mention. So in, in California, the state of California, they have rolling blackout and they have restriction on what days you can use certain appliances uh when you have to cut your ac off um, temperature that it can't go below below or above uh type of thing in order to facilitate power to to everything this is what that looks like uh you don't have to imagine there are people and i'm surprised that you don't hear more about this coming out of california which is testament to how suppressive the the news outlets can be but guess who feels the pinch because the celebrities they don't they don't abide by those rules and even if they did these people have multiple homes in multiple states so they can just up and leave and go somewhere that is a lot less restrictive and leave you to deal with it and 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 catch hell so the stuff doesn't work it's documented that it doesn't work but, but yet <laughs> press on another thing to note is that much of the materials for renewables like wind and solar are sourced from china How about that? so we're really bending over and grabbing the ankles for china <laughs> i mean no vaseline no not vaseline not included i mean two two ways okay we're, we're bankrupting our own country we've shrunk our military 
we've pussified our military and we're gonna buy products from China that that China has no intention of this Green New Deal and any other communist country rejects this Green New Deal they may say it on the lip service they may sign some kind of convention letter but in practice no they don't do this because even the enemy realized this is stupid uh, yeah <laughs> which is oh my god that's why I can't fathom stupids like this uh, Center for Industrial Progress President and Founder Alex Epstein wrote that quote Joe Biden's escalating bans on domestic fossil fuel production combined with mandates of un unreliable solar and wind overwhelmingly produced by unreliable China are an existential threat to our energy security and therefore our national security close quote I just don't know you know it's just remember that time in our lives where we're like how could how could we ever get to the end times or how could we ever get to people bowing down to this or bowing down to that I mean it's uh, here we are well or no we here we are I mean it doesn't matter how stupid or ridiculous something is you've got people bowing to it yep. on all levels well on our way more than you probably heard this more than 1600 scientists including two Nobel laureates declare climate energy a myth just the news by Addison Smith September 1st the coalition of 1600 or 1609 scientists from around the world have signed a declaration stating quote there is no climate emergency close quote now these are not old boys from around the corner right <laughs> these are by their standards the brightest of the brightest of the brightest yeah these are the real deals yeah and that they strongly quote strongly oppose the harmful and unrealistic net zero co2 policy close quote being pushed across the globe the declaration itself does not demonize carbon monoxide and does not discuss any harmful effect or other pollutants the thrust of the declaration challenges the hysteria brought about by the narrative of imminent doom this declaration was put together by Global Climate Intelligence Group, or CLINTEL. <laughs> C-L-I-N-T-E-L. Climate science should be less political, while climate policy should be more scientific. Yeah, you could jump into this further. You guys remember back in 2009 when uh, Al Gore famously predicted, quote, the Arctic would be ice-free by 2013. Oh yeah, we in. <laughs> I must have fell asleep. <laughs> he later backtracked, according to Reuters, who said Gore was merely quoting other scientific reports. Right. You know everything he said has is wrong, like proven wrong. Every single thing. anything any liberal says about the left will not be confused with the facts and the truth nor the science I mean they quote or they say it's in the science or the science clearly says but they're complete science deniers science deniers on a global <laughs> level science deniers on a transgender level it's just wow yeah. can't reason with them man. there is no middle ground unfortunately no man we just gotta go full steam ahead and drag their sorry asses with us. <laughs> unfortunately. So, 
and that'd be an easy way. That's it for today, folks. Thanks for watching. Thanks for joining. Thanks for reaching out. Uh, could you continue to do so at the Greg and Dave Show at Outlook.com? The Greg Letter and Dave Show at Outlook.com. Until next time, stay safe. Peace.